This is the Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening and welcome to the Vinnie White Show here on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. My name is Vinnie White. I'll be here for, I think it's two hours, isn't it? That's Just, what you told me. Yeah. Where is he? Keenan. That, I, I'm not sure. I have, I have no idea. I think they don't keep you in the loop enough. I don't uh, check my email very often. Mm. So p- part of it's my fault. Well, let's make it up. He's gone to Tokyo to start a sushi factory. I don't know where he is. I think he's off next week as well. Am I doing a show next week? See, that's I'm asking thing. you. You've already I'm, proven. I'm the wrong guy. Who clearly. are you? You come in here, you sheen that head. Yes. You mill about. I've caught you dancing before. I dance constantly. I've seen you do that. You yep. play pocket billiards and then you go home. <laughs> do they pay you for this? Uh, somehow, yes. Unbelievable. How much are you on? How much How much am I? Is it a lot of money? Oh, God, no. It's not like the big boys, is it? Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. No, I'm... Uh, okay, good. I think it costs more to keep the lights on in here. <laughs> Which, ironically, you help with by... The, the amount that radiates back off your head. Exactly, yes, I'm contributing. You know, in many ways, you're a solar-powered loving machine yourself, aren't you? It's renewable energy. The dazzle of the sheen that I get off that man, he's bald in case you hadn't worked it out, he's not naked. Although, he emits more light when naked, and uh, a fine specimen he is too. Um, so what's this show about? Well, it's about stuff, things, um, what's happened this week, a bit of round-the-world news, and, of course, all things Toronto, because that's where we broadcast live and direct from. It's funky, it's fresh, it's downtown, it's cool. It's where the hipsters hang out. It's Queen Street. And, um, of course, it's very alive today, Toronto. I love Toronto in summer. Feels like a proper city, doesn't it? Uh, if it was like this all the time, I might drop this slightly unhappy, demure nature that I walk around with. Like a disgruntled, miserable old man. I find it's so difficult to be unhappy when it's like this. Just walking out of his house is a joy. People look sexy. They've got tans. They're not wearing anything. And you walk downtown, everyone's happy and eating ice creams. There's events going on everywhere. You almost forget the pure hellish nature of an evil January, don't you? You almost forget the teeth-chattering feeling as you get out of the car to run to the bank and curse why it's not a drive-through bank. You almost forget the sheer pain and depression of the day finishing at a measly four o'clock and the highlight being about minus 19. You forget that! Until a miserable git comes on the radio and reminds you. But all the more reason to enjoy it now, you see. And that's the thing. I think we go a bit mental, don't we, as Torontonians? Like, there was a line-up on Ossington for an ice cream shop this week and from the back of the line to the point where you would get an ice cream, if you were going to entertain it, it would have taken at least an hour and 20 minutes. An hour and 20 minutes for an ice cream. But the thing is, something to do. Gets you out. You're not in the pub. You're having a chat with someone in the line. Everything is great. Imagine that. Imagine queuing for 20 minutes for something when it's minus 15. Not going to happen. Um, tonight's very buzzy. Of course, we've got the Pan Am Games closing events going on 
pretty much as I speak. Uh, it's been a bit controversial here in Toronto because the Pan Am Games, um, which, by the way, England weren't in. I don't know why. Pan Am. Pan. But, um, yeah, they've been, uh, well, I think they've been quite successful by all accounts. Everyone seems to be very upbeat about it. I was at the cycling yesterday uh, all around Hyde Park. And uh, they went all the way around High Park, through a little weird loop through High Park, then down towards Lakeshore, and then back up again. And they did that 10 times, 160 kilometres on a bicycle. And it was so weird, because even when they were riding uphill, it looked like they were riding downhill. I had to question myself where I'd taken a good dose of acid in the morning. They looked so relaxed. I mean, you get me on two wheels, pedalling. I'm... <laughs> They're just machines, gliding, sexy... Shaven leg machines. Um, and I don't know who won, but I'll tell you who's going to look it up. Elliot. R- right on it. See? It's good for something. See how long it takes him. It was what, good. What good. specific M- event was this? Male cycling yesterday. Controversial choice for tonight's closing event is Kanye West, um, who has it's taken a lot of rap for picking Kanye West. Did you find out? I think I think it was... Uh, Pan, Pan Am cycling team. Oh man. Okay, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> you could just say no. That's that's true. I'll, we'll come back to this. You know, it's not that important. It was more for my own intrigue than anyone else. Um, actually, you know what? I'll bet the listeners can beat you. Text in on seven ten ten and play the new game. Beat the producer. Soon to be changed with fire the producer. Text seven ten ten. You can also call the show on 416-872-1010 and uh, email your CV to info at elliotsjob.com. Um, go on. Have you got it? No, I, uh, I, I'm, I've given up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the level of commitment that we like, you see? It's brilliant. Just, I just quit as soon as I encounter difficulties. Yeah, it's all right, mate. And that's, a, I think, much of a metaphor for life. I think that's in the spirit of the Pan Am Games. Bit tricky, don't bother. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Uh, although that message may be more powerful than the one being sent out tonight by Kanye West. Taking a lot of rap because he's American. Now, I don't mind that he's American because it's the Pan Am Games. And last time I checked, the Am might be something to do with the fact we're in the... Big old colony that is North, Central and South Am. And uh, as a result, I don't mind him being American. I, I, I only mind the fact that he's quite evidently without any question and unassailably, undoubtedly a complete and utter douchebag. That's my only problem with him. He's never really had any attributes that I could consider talented, including most of his music. But not everyone agrees with me on this. And I was quite interested, actually, listening to Q this week. On the uh, on the CBC Q, of course, hosted by what's his name? Gian, is it Gian Gum? That they had that guy at one point. Is he not there now? I think something happened. Uh, yeah. What happened there, mate? Uh, it's it's vague. I don't know. I can't. Something. He's probably just on vacation, is he? I think I think he's just taking a break. And yeah. Yeah. It's funny because he was quite dedicated to his job. He's not been forced to take a break, is he? I, I, I I'm not even sure. It's like he was he was very into it. You're right. He was so into it, but he, he was face. You know what? He might have been into other things as well. It's possible the other things conflicted mm. with the main thing he did there. That I feel is the language that will be used in the courtroom when the case presides. It is apparent, Mr. Gameshi, that as well as doing the things that you were supposed to be doing, you were doing 
other things. And those other things weren't probably very legal things. And that's, uh, I'll tell you what, I don't know why you're a producer when you could go into law with those skills. I guess. Yeah. I, there's still time, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, he's a bit of a douche. But Shad, who is the uh, new guy on Q, um, very much defends Kanye West with this. Over 50,000 people so far have signed a petition asking for Kanye West to be tossed from the Pan Am Games closing ceremonies here in Toronto. We talked about this on our pop culture panel today, but as a fan and an artist, I'd like to weigh in on this one myself for a minute. Many supporters of the petition think Kanye shouldn't play the closing ceremonies simply because he isn't Canadian. I happen to disagree, but I can allow that concern. Now, others think Kanye shouldn't play because they think he's arrogant. You're listening they don't like to his personality. Sorry, hold on. We'll, we'll work on that. Elliot, you're not... You're okay, not, I can explain. Okay. I have to do a lot of production for the show while another show is happening. And mm. sometimes I have to record from one computer to the computer that's also recording other stuff. Mm. Sometimes those signals are crossed because of things that happen in the board, mm. and that was one of those occasions. But we can fix this. I mean, I'm not, as you know, I'm quite a relaxed man. Obviously, off air, I will violently beat you and throw you down the stairs. But right. on air, I always like to present a, an ethos that is a caring and considerate man that thinks highly of his his uh, co-workers, you see. Um. But you didn't actually play the audio we needed there. But I, I have it here if you'd like to, if we'd like to go back in time a little bit. I would, say, I would like to ask you for a diddle-a-doo, 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 but that will just mess your head right up. So I'll do the diddle-a-doo. Okay. And then you start from the beginning. Okay. I'd like to hear from Shad of Q on the CBC. I feel like we heard it before. Over 50,000 people so far have signed a petition asking for Kanye West to be tossed from the Pan Am Games closing ceremonies here in Toronto. We talked about this on our pop culture panel today, but as a fan and an artist, I'd like to weigh in on this one myself for a minute. Many supporters of the petition think Kanye shouldn't play the closing ceremonies simply because he isn't Canadian. I happen to disagree, but I can allow that concern. Now, others think Kanye shouldn't play because they think he's arrogant. They don't like his personality. I always thought it was arrogant to judge the personality of a person you're not personally acquainted with, but fine, I can allow for that objection too. Now, one thing I can't let slip by, though, is the contention that Kanye West is not strong enough musically to close the Pan Am Games. Let's be clear about this much. Kanye West has sold 20 million albums and 100 million digital downloads. That's a lot. Of course, popularity isn't the only measure of success and certainly isn't a great measure of artistic merit. But Kanye has also won 21 Grammy Awards, which is as many as any artist of his generation and the eighth most of anyone ever. As for critical acclaim, his track record is even more impressive. Look at it this way. Kanye has released six full-length albums. His first was immediately hailed as a classic that smashed the artificial boundary between underground and commercial hip-hop. His second release was arguably even better, according to critics. His third album spawned many of his biggest hits, while his fourth was recently called one of the most influential albums of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. That album once again bravely altered the trajectory of an entire genre and affected all of popular music. 
But amazingly, none of those records are considered his best work. That title actually belongs to his fifth album, which was met with perfect reviews virtually across the board. And finally, his sixth album was yet another bold sonic shift that topped many critics' polls for Album of the Year in 2013. So I heard this and thought, maybe I've missed the boat. Maybe I don't know who Kanye West is. So I listened to both his most critically acclaimed album and, as was described there, his sixth and most recent album, which has changed the, what does he say, changed the hip-hop trajectory and broken through the genre and been some of his best work, as critical acclaim has described it. I think that's roughly what he said. So I thought, all right, let's have a listen then. Maybe I'm, you know, stick in the mud. Old Englishman. Moved to North America, not embracing the culture, not understanding hip-hop, not being brought up in the projects on the streets. Maybe I should lend an ear, open my mind, think outside the box, embrace him. So he looks a bit douchey. His album's probably brilliant. So I looked up the one he was talking about. The album's called Yeezus, or Yeezus. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. When you drop something on your foot, I think you say, Yeezus. Um, so I've just picked a track at random. Some people call uh, Kanye West arrogant. This track's called I Am God. I am a God. Hurry up with my damn massage. Hurry up with my damn menage. Get the Porsche out the damn garage. I am a God. Even though I'm a man of God. My whole life in the hand of God. So y'all better quit playing with God. Soon as they like you, make them unlike you. Cause kissing people's ass is so unlike you. The only rapper compared to Michael. So here's a few hating ass Fight you, fight you. I don't even want to hear about when it's Michael. Old mentally still in high school. Since the tight jeans, they ain't never like you. Pink ass polos with a backpack. But everybody know you brought real rap back. Nobody has swag, man. We the rap pack. Virgil Pyrex, Dossie Snapback. I've been diamond, shot down shining. Monopoly, this bitch again, change the climate. Hop in this bitch again, same thing, I'm in. Until the day I get struck by lightning. So hurry up with my damn massage in a French-ass restaurant. Hurry up with my damn croissants. Absolute genius there from uh, Kanye West. Doing a fantastic job of rhyming. I'm in a French-ass restaurant with hurry up with my damn croissants. Fantastic ability there to uh, perform outside the realms of douchebaggery, particularly there when he says, uh, I'm the only rapper compared to Michael. Now, I presume he means Michael Jackson. Was Michael Jackson a rapper? I mean, technically, no. <laughs> when do you think Michael Jackson, do you think rapper? Or do you think bloke that sort of danced around really well and was really talented in a very peculiar family and had, had a few issues with his old uh, sexuality? Yeah. I don't know what else he said. I've got the lyrics if you want them. It's brilliant. Um, Hurry up with my damn menage. Get the Porsche out of my damn garage. I am a god. Even though I'm a man of God. My whole life is in the hand of God. So y'all, y'all better quit playing with God. The ramblings of an idiot. Isn't it? Which, by the way, is also the slogan for this show. Welcome to the Vinnie White Show. Maybe me and him will get on. I might go for a pint with him later. Absolute muppet. Um, so there you go. Kanye's playing tonight. Uh, again, I've got no problem with the fact he's American. Just the fact that he's a... Bit of a penis. Uh, also, though, you have Pitbull. Uh, Pitbull, uh, unlike his name, is more... Actually, do you know, thinking about it, Elliot, Pitbull and you, you're not that far away, are you? 
I could stand in for Pitbull. If you didn't have the beard and it was all bald, I mean, your head's bald as his. Yes. A similar shape. Does he wear glasses? Um, in some music videos, I think. Mm. So you just need a lady on your left, a lady on your right, and to be quite bad at singing. Yeah. Yes. And actually, this video that we're, uh, there's four ladies. Four ladies. So maybe I need four. Now, do they get paid or do they throw themselves into the video halfway through the shooting because they can't help but be next to him? It's tough to say. Mm. All right, let's hear it. Which one did you pick? Because I said pick any old um, Pitbull song. This is Don't Stop the Party. Okay. That's just a good one for tonight, isn't it? It'll probably do this. See if he's any better than Mr. West. It's more ego, isn't it? It's more ego. People love me in Morocco. 30,000 people come to my shows. I think that's how you write a record now, isn't it? Just write down everything that you're probably... Actually, and most insecurities work in reverse. So you probably should write down everything you're crap at, but proclaim to be good at them. Like me, I'm quite good at reverse parking. To be honest, not that good at going in forward. So that would be one of my things. I'd be like, I'm the best parker anywhere. That'd be good. I'm a crap cook, so I'd be like, I'll knock up a good pasta. I'll write one for next week, if you like. Please. Um, what else am I bad at? Canadian accent? Rubbish at that. You've been pretty good. Oh, uh, Elliot, you always say that. Um, I think it's a bit embarrassing. It sounds it sounds more American. I give yourself credit, man. I, I cook a good pasta. I do a great Canadian. I'm pretty good at parking. And I've got a massive penis. See, yeah. I mean, that's all they're ultimately saying all the time anyway, isn't it, really? Who writes, I am a god? I mean, come on. I mean, even if <laughs> even I'm godlike, I mean, that's, that's a bit of a proclamation. But I am actually a god. Does he live in North Korea? Kanye, does he? Uh, and then, of course, tonight at the Pan Am closing games, you've got Serena Ryder. Um, who is a Torontonian, born and bred, and she'll be singing as part of the star-studded programme, uh, where the torch tonight will, of course, be handed off to the next Pan Am host, Lima, Peru. Um, all of the artists are expected to perform several songs, while Toronto-born Ryder is expected to sing at least one, and that one will, of course, be uh, the official song of the Pan Ams, which is called uh, Together We Are One. Together We Are One is the... Uh, Official song of the Pan Ams. And I was thinking, like, because as you can see, I'm obviously a fantastic rapper. I think we all know that. And uh, I think Kanye's a little bit worried about me being in town. That's one of the reasons he was thinking about dropping out. He's like, oh, as long as Vinny's on air, I don't want him turning up, ruining it for everyone. He'll show me up, you know. You're isolated in studio. Yeah. He's made, I'm locked in here because of him. Um, but I thought, you know, I could, I could lend skills over the top of Serena Ryder's song, if you like. You know, like how in, particularly in the 90s, there used to be a rapper that popped up halfway through a song, like in Snap's Rhythm is a Dancer, when a bloke just pops up halfway and says the wonderfully misleading and damn right borderline offensive line, I'm serious as cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer. 
I forgot about that I love line. It. Imagine when he wrote that and he just put it under the noses of everyone at Snap. Is this line all right? I mean, it's a bit... It's, you know, cancer's quite serious. Yeah, but so am I when I say rhythm's a dancer. All right, leave it in. Actually, speaking of Kanye, he has a line on that same record where he goes, let's get uh, this shaken like Parkinson's. Oh. That's a line on that same Kanye West wow. record. He got, he got in some trouble for Did that. Did he? Yes. I mean, at least the other lads said, shake it like a Polaroid picture. That's all right. But they didn't say, shake it like someone attempting to hold a cup of coffee with Parkinson's. Not right. Fine line in comedy. Um, oh, he's an idiot, isn't he? Anyway, um, Together We Are One is the official song of the Pan Ams. And I here am going to add a little bit of colour uh, by rapping over the top of it in a 90s-esque way. So give it just a little bit of extra spice. Ladies and gentlemen, Serena Ryder. Can you do it from the top, top with the click? Oh, 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 oh. An inspirational song is a song that lifts you up, something that inspires you and helps you believe in yourself. And it's a song that ends up allowing you to relate to it and so many different people relate to it. It has truth to it. I think official songs for sporting events are key, like they're the most important thing in a sense because it's what joins everyone together. People come from all over the world, they have their different teams that they're rooting for, but in a song that's, you know, the theme song for it, it's the one thing that joins everyone together. It's their song, it's everyone's song. Racist. Who's to say what is right or wrong? Cause we all belong, united we stand. That was very American. We're strong when we walk together. Together we can sing much louder, louder than any voice alone. Unless you got a megaphone. With the strength of a thousand soldiers, we can climb any mountain higher, higher. Let's be specific higher. about height. Sing with your heartbeat. You might need a stethoscope. We're one. Like North Korea. Sort of. It's true. There is no obstacle. We unstoppable, no power can divide. Power can't divide us. One foot in front of the other, one hand in another, the miracle of one. I thought we were talking about a group. We're strong when we walk together, together we can sing much louder, louder than any voice alone. But it might sound unprofessional. With the strength of a thousand soldiers, we can climb any mountain higher. Not on TV. On your own. 
silly, but you shouldn't feel that way. We're all together. All of us. Except the neo-Nazis and the people that get parking tickets in Toronto. I hate those people. And the people who push drugs on children. I don't like those people. Some more than others. Some some grey walls can be pretty moody sometimes, so try and keep colour in your life. Word to your mother. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. It's not gonna it's not gonna win me any awards. I just thought, you know, if Kanye can do it, I can rap. Although I don't think any of that rhymed once. You don't always have to do that, I don't think. Some of the best poetry doesn't rhyme, mate. Look at Haiku. I still don't understand them. I'm 38. Don't understand them. I know they're very clever, the people that write them. Couldn't write one for Toffee, me. Oh, is it 9.35 already? We haven't even had a break yet, have we? We did one. Did we do a break? Oh, maybe not. Yeah, we should do a break. Elliot, do you work here? I mean, what are you doing? I forgot how I even got in the building. What radio station are you listening to in those headphones? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on top of this show. We haven't done a break. We need to do one. You should have told me by now. But you're too, you know what? I think you're enjoying the music. It's great tunes, inspirational. I'm going to climb a mountain. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute to talk about everyone's cheerful favourite country. It's my borderline obsession. It's North Korea, and it's coming up next. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. yes. That's where you are. I'm slightly obsessed with Google Maps. You remember when you used to go to the toilet and you didn't take a cell phone five years ago, ten years ago? Crazy, isn't it, to think we were that lost? Uh, but now, of course, you everyone's got their own little pocket friend to pass the time. I'm talking about the phone. Although what you do in the bathroom is entirely up to you. And I, well, this week was, um, I don't know why, I think I'm, I've got a really weird obsession with North Korea. And I decided to Google map North Korea, knowing fully well that it wouldn't be on the map. And then to my astonishment, I realised that Google Maps has got North Korea in actually quite good detail. And then I read an article on it. Apparently over the last two years, Dissidents from North Korea, satellite footage and various um, people on the inside, probably only one or two of them, let's be honest, have managed to leak information to Google Maps and pinpoint what is where on the map and, and turn those satellite images into reasonably well-rounded maps. So not everything is on there, but some of the really dodgy stuff's on there, like the gulags, the prison camps. And I was just, I was just, it's absolutely fascinating. I sort of want to go there, 
but I know that it would be bitterly disappointment, disappointing in every way because everyone, like I've, every documentary I've ever seen where people have got visas to go into North Korea and they're actually surprisingly easy to get. Unfortunately, you don't really get to see anything. You just get to see, oh, it's another brass statue of the Supreme Leader and, oh, there's another brass statue of the old Supreme Leader and, the, and there's a hammer and a sickle and a few other things made out of concrete next to a brass statue of the old Supreme Leader. These guys must have money. For the amount of brass statues they've got. They haven't. Oh, well, they must be terribly patriotic to this fella. They must really love him. And I'm sure it's all definitely not in any way forced upon them. So I was looking at these maps. And then I realised, just like you can click on the Eaton Centre and see reviews of everything in the Eaton Centre, you can click on the department stores and the various sites around Pyongyang in North Korea. And people have written reviews around them. But I... I feel like the reviews might be a little fake. So we're going to read out a few of them. But uh, just to start with, let's give you a wet your palate of uh, everyone's favourite dictatorship. It's North Korea. Ten what the f*** facts about North Korea. They are only in year 103. North Koreans celebrate their new year on April 15th, the date of Kim Il-sung's birth. The grandfather of Kim Jong-un, Il-sung's birthday in 1912 is recognized as the beginning of the North Korean calendar. This makes the year 103, or Jush 103 as locals identify it, the term they use to represent their communist-like ideology. North Koreans can choose from one of 28 government-approved haircuts. After photos surfaced of Kim Jong-un sporting a new gravity-defying hairstyle in early 2014, reports were soon to follow that every male North Korean citizen had been ordered to follow suit. These reports were proven to be false, but they hardly stray far from the actual truth. Indeed, citizens are afforded a choice of 28 hairstyles, with women selecting from 18 options and men getting their choice among 10 possibilities. Rigid hair restrictions are nothing new in the People's Republic, where a five-part series on hair guidelines was aired on state TV in 2005. Elliot, would you be in the gulag for being bald? I guess I... I guess I would. Because I don't think that's one of the state-sanctioned haircuts. Now, luckily, North Koreans are blessed with much more foliage on their roofs than you. You're not allowed to go bald in North Korea, maybe? I don't think so. That's it? Tell you what. See, is it wrong that I sort of want to live there? Like, if you made that mistake on the radio earlier, you wouldn't be coming in next week, would you? No, it would be a completely different scenario. I wonder what all these radio shows would be like if we broadcast live from Pyongyang. Might be a bit different. Do you reckon the Bullard show would Bullard show would need just a little bit of tweaking? I would imagine there would be some notes hmm. from uh, up above. Let's have another quick fact in your fact machine. Car ownership is extremely exclusive. For North Korean citizens, the prospect of owning a car is as equally daunting as the notion of owning a private jet is to the average American. With imports limited by external sanctions and strict rules stemming from the country's communist ideology, cars are almost entirely exclusive to government and military officials. There are an estimated 20,000 to 25,000 in the country, less than one for every 1,000 people. The limits on vehicles also serve to further identify the supremacy of the crown's highest ranking officials. Mm. Their election ballots feature one candidate. Elections take place every five years in North Korea, although not in the democratic manner with which we're familiar. Sure, citizens receive ballots, but they aren't given much choice. Actually, they aren't given any choice. Voting is mandatory and offers precisely one option on the ballot. Therefore, government media reports can, with at least a measure of accuracy, report that elections produce 100% voter turnout, 
along with 100% support for Kim Jong-un. We better, we better, we better turn this down now, because if Stephen Harper's looking at this, he'll be getting some ideas, won't he? He'd love that. So I was, I've always been fascinated with the country. One day I might go, although I'm sure it'll be a crushing bit of disappointment because I won't get to actually do any journalism and talk to anyone other than the state-sanctioned guides and the people that I'm shown the wonderful way of life under the supreme leader. Plus, it's really expensive. Plus, it's a bit cold. Plus, I could go to Florida. So, hmm. but um, it's interesting because you can actually click on the various things on the the Google Maps of Pyongyang and get and read people's reviews of what they thought of it. So here are a few reviews of the Pyongyang Department Store Number One. That's its actual name, Pyongyang Department Store Number One. And perhaps we could have a nice bit of North Korean child music underneath to sort of set the mood, Elliot. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Trish says about the Pyongyang Department Store Number One, Department Store Number Two is much better. This one only has greys and greens. If you need navy blue, you won't find it here. Uh, Buddy Cake says about the Pyongyang Department Store Number One, still would rather shop here than Walmart. Uh, Frank says, not exactly what I expected. This is not, and I repeat, not a superstore. They had no groceries, although the pet section was very well stocked. Who knew? Uh, Tony says, so much better than Department Store Number Two. I wouldn't even set foot in that place. Department Store Number One every time. I think my favourite is the stadium in uh, central Pyongyang, uh, which is called the Rungrado May Day Stadium. It's home of all those military marches and dancing girls singing about the great leader and how godlike he is. And uh, Hank says, came to the stadium to watch Chuck Norris and the amazing Roundhouse Kickers. I won tickers off tickets from uh, Fearless Leader Radio. It's my favourite radio station. They play all the hits like I Want It, Kim Jong's Way and Kim Jong in a Bottle and my favourite, Born in the DMZ. The pros were free parking, great views and cheap food, excellent state-sanctioned beer and plenty of toilets. The cons were Kim Jong and statues everywhere, no scalpers and they didn't take American Express. These are all real, honestly. I've been reading them all week. I go to the toilet a lot. Um, Anne says, an amazing experience at the stadium yesterday. Uh, took the kids to go watch the World Cup of Soccer, where North Korea was playing false Korea in their final game. After much action, the game ended 1-0, as uh, anyone who crossed the centre line was brutally shot and killed by a firing squad. Uh, but still a fantastic game. Great to see those uh, treasonous democratic pigs uh, got exactly what they deserved. All hail the supreme leader, says Anne. Uh, someone else says, cool place, no problem finding a parking space, but I'd advise anyone going to take their own sandwiches because the uh, menu choice consists mainly of cabbage and raw potatoes. Uh, Colm says about the uh, Pyongyang Rondago May Day Stadium, home of the military marches, he says, uh, the chicken fingers were excellent. Still thinking they probably weren't chicken. Um, Amanda says, uh, I was there to watch our supreme leader uh, reenact his perfect golf game. 26 hole-in-ones. Not enough mass killings. Shame. And uh, Boo Boo says, absolutely horrible, and I've never been. Probably the most reasonable comment out of all of them. Um, My favourite, though, talking about the stadium in Pyongyang, uh, was a comment from Ed, who said, the only place in the world where you can see an HD big screen manned by 15,000 high school students. No other place in the world can pull off something like that. 
during the Aran Games, I was disappointed that there was not a dead pixel on the Eternal President's immaculate dentures. That would have been hilarious, although they probably would have made that dead pixel dead, permanently dead. And uh, finally, the North Korean Workers' Party monument, uh, which is a very giant grey uh, statue of some hands holding various tools, such as a hammer, a sickle and a scythe. Um, one of the comments under that on Google Maps uh, said, uh, the North Korean Workers' Party monument was fantastic. I got drunk and peed on everything. I blacked out and woke up in Camp 14. I've been here for 26 years. Honestly, there's thousands. So if you get bored, um, I, I recommend a trip to North Korea more in a virtual sense than an actual sense. One definitely funnier than the other. Uh, there is a little bit of a feud, though, between North Korea and South Korea, to say the least. They've been at war for something like 50 years, haven't they? They hate each other. And it's, it has to be one of the most fascinating borders in the world, being that, A, you can't cross it, and B, it's possibly the two most different countries in the world, isn't it? You've got South Korea that's technologically advanced and amazing with democratic leadership, and North Korea, which has a couple of nutters at the helm of the ship and not a lot else going on. Big fan of grey concrete, if you're into that. But um, it's always interesting to see K-pop at work. Of course, we all remember Psy's classic Gangnam Style from a couple of years ago. I wonder what would have happened if that was sung in North Korea. Oppang Kim Jong-Star Kim Jong-Star K-pop Kim Jong style. Kim Jong style. Walk, 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 walk. Walking Kim Jong style. Let's chill for a while. Like the Beatles, I make the people cry and scream. See what I mean? I go swimming, I pick up women, take off your clothes, suck on my toes. Who, me? I 
dancing single file. News Talk 1010, listening to uh, Kim Jong-un's version of Psy. Say one thing, we are current. Hey, Elliot? Super in with it. I've ruined everything in here. I don't know if you know that. I was going to try and get um, the the what's it working. What do you call it? The big box of light there. The television, that's it. Yeah, glowing rectangles. I went to um, turn the channel over, and I think I broke all of them. Is that bad? I'm sure we could uh, we could bill it. Expense it. Um, I want to watch the Pan Am Games. Can you help me? After I don't. I don't have the greatest faith in you after today's show. I think you're going to come in here and make it worse. I understand that, and this is my chance to prove it to you. All right. Well, during the break, you can get your hot little body in here and fix this up. And do you know what we should talk about very briefly before you do that? You know what I don't do badly? Make a canvas. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you knew about this, but MrPhotoCanvas.com is the cheapest and arguably the best place in Toronto to get your image or artwork reproduced on canvas by me. I'm very intrigued by this. Can you tell me any more? No, I can't be bothered. MrPhotoCanvas.com if you want to find out more. Right, come and fix these tellies and we'll come back and do some quality radio in just a moment. This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. We've got about, I don't know, 12 TVs in here. Looks like an um, electronic shop when you walk in. But I've broken them, and I, so I can't watch the Pan Am Games. And, and this is what we've done. I love that we've done this. To, so I can get a quick squeeze at what's going on at the closing ceremonies of the Pan Am, which are happening right now live. And talk about them here on News Talk 1010 in across the board, fantastic coverage. Um, Elliot has turned his TV round in his studio through a window, so I can see that. So I have to look through a window to see the TV. But the, I've actually, I think you've done me a favour because it's great. Because no matter what I do, I can't hear Kanye West. Oh, it's well. perfect, it's soundproofed. It's brilliant, and just seeing him dance about incredibly enthusiastically is all I need to see. I don't want to hear him. I heard him earlier. He was rubbish. I think it's a lot more fun on mute. Yeah, it's much better. And you can sort of work out what he's saying anyway. You make if, up your own words. In fact, I should sort of give people a demonstration of what's happening right now in the Rogers Centre for the closing games. There's a man um, called Kanye West, who's an idiot, jumping up and down, telling everyone that he's great and not everyone else is quite as good as him. And any time now, he should do a little bit of open mic between tracks where he proclaims something very foolish and stupid that will be in all the headlines tomorrow. And it's coming up. Let's just see how accurate I am on this. I don't think it's happened yet. He'll probably do it after this song. So, Oh, no, that's not live, is it? It is. Is that all right? Oh, this is brilliant, yeah. Why did they turn all the lights on so much? Well, that's probably him saying that he wants everyone to see him, you see. Oh. Yeah. It's really bright in there. It's really, it's like it's like a dentist's office in there. It's mad, isn't it? Um, we're not doing a great description here. Um, Kanye West is jumping up and down, um, looking um, full of the beans. He's just proclaimed that this must be heaven, which is how I've always felt about Toronto. Let's hear what he's got to say, and he definitely won't say anything stupid. That's what I really want. I just want him to do a bit of ad-lib. Yeah, 
They can't turn out the lights anymore. People's eyeballs will fall out. I didn't know you could get that light in there. The whole stadium's full of light. Which overcompensates for the fact that he's quite bad. Alright, that's enough. Actually, that is more than enough. Beautifully, it's come to the end of my show. And uh, I'll cut this out of the podcast because the last bit was quite bad. But at least you can say, you know, it wasn't me that made it bad. It was, yet again, Kanye West ruining everything. Perfect. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Take care. Download the podcast at vinniewhite.co.uk or you can find out more about me and Kanye West at News Talk 1010. Ta-da. Ta-da.